Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Hey, She Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays Today podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunslett, and I think I can speak for all of us when I say, are you coming off a She Slays hangover from last week's episode with Dr. Heidi Havik? Like, holy cow, already one of the most downloaded episodes. Um, I told you guys like that I was going to have my entire staff listen to it. I had multiple clinics reach out and say that they were doing the same um, because you know, there's just something about having someone else listen. Although it's funny because I totally talked on that episode about like my new boy that I'm training. And then when I tell them at the team meeting, like, hey, everyone, we want you to listen to this episode with Heidi Havik. It flashed in my head that like I talked about him and I was like, so then I gave him a heads up like, oh, uh, just so you know, I talked about you in the podcast, but not like you, but like the idea of being a boy and okay. Anyways, I'm embarrassed. Um, so not necessarily my strength to have the foresight to like, if you're going to ask your staff, don't talk about your staff because I don't know if you guys were wondering if my staff listens to my podcast, they do not. They absolutely do not. And I think it's because, as you know, the whole reason I started a podcast is because I like to talk a lot. So you can imagine working for me is the same. I talk a lot and they're all probably just like, yeah, I, I generally have heard what you've had to say on that and your soapboxes. Thanks, Lauren. Um, okay, so what's happening in my life right now? So this is the first week where I am starting to transition back to my like part-time adjusting, part-time CEO schedule. And it's weird. It's very, very weird. So I am recording the intro for this episode on a Thursday and I'm not adjusting today. And I'm like working on all these things. I had like a phone call with one CA and then I had another with our marketing and another with our office manager. And then I dealt or I had a phone call with like a partner and I'm just like dealing with all of these problems. But I'm not like it feels really good because I have the time to have the conversation my brain has the time to like think through things. I'm returning emails. Holy cow. If any of you are, um, you know, kind of in the grind right now and wondering if you're ready to pull an associate in so you can have more time to think about things, let me tell you, it's nice being able to breathe y'all. Holy moly. Ah, 
Okay. So, um, I really like this episode. I, you know, I was thinking about like putting a crap episode after Heidi Havoc, because then you guys would be like, oh, you know, it'd be able to phone one in because you'd still be like in the bliss of episode 149. But I didn't. I gave you a one-two punch, people. This episode, you are not going to know Missy Beavers. Maybe you do. Um, but we talk about thyroid today. And all right, I was not super excited about talking about thyroid because I'm like, boring. Um, but just like Heidi Havoc was a surprising personality that was enjoyable to talk to, Missy Beavers makes the thyroid very, very interesting. So I promise you're going to like it. Um, and just walk away if you maybe, you know, maybe you're like me and maybe you've been in practice for a minute and you're like, yeah, I totally have heard the letters TSH before. I know what they mean, I think. T3, T4, T1. That's that's a bone, not a hormone. Um, this is like beyond the refresher that you need. So you're going to love it. But first, we are going to do a listener highlight. So this is a new one. The harassment that I have given you all has worked. You are leaving back to leaving reviews. I appreciate that. And this one's from Lynn Vonis or Lyne Vonas or Lion Onus. No, it's it's definitely Lynn Vonis or Vonus. It's something. Maybe it's not even Lynn, but it's five stars. And it says motivational, insightful, and relatable. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Insight, but relatable. Broken. Uh, Dr. Lauren is funny, authentic, and relatable. One of the DCs I work with recommended the show to me about six months ago, and I binged every episode. That's that's a lot, Lynn. That is a lot of, um, that's a lot of me. I listen on Spotify and came over to Apple Podcasts to leave this review because it's that good. As a young female planning to attend chiropractic school next fall, Podcast helps keep me motivated and not only provides advice and insight on the world of being a female chiropractor, but also business, relationships, and self-care. Do you hear that, all of you non-Apple podcast people? She still left a review on Apple Podcasts, even though she listens on Spotify. Huh. Interesting. That's something I never thought about before. I'm just giving you guys a hard time. Okay. So, Missy. Let's get back to Missy. So Missy's going to tell her story. So I'm going to cut that part out of her bio just because I can't read three paragraphs of a bio without like feeling like I get turned into a robot. So you're going to hear her story. It's awesome. You're going to like it. But so she currently she helps achieving women end the exhausting thyroid battle so they can get back to changing the world. <laughs> right? Uh, these women have seen doctors and specialists and have done everything they were asked to do yet they continue to struggle just like she did. They have achieved success in many areas of their life and are often leaders in their field, yet they can't find motivation or energy to translate this to their health. They feel fat, sick, tired, and stuck. And when it comes to their thyroid health, they don't know where to turn next. Now it's Missy's joy and honor to help women with their Hashimoto hypothyroidism everywhere. Um, we're going to have some links in the bottom because if you're like me, I mean, if you've listened, if you've binged every episode, you know that I get on the bandwagon real fast, right? Like, so you already know that like by the end of this episode, I am like all into thyroid testing and like going to do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, be married to me. Um, so the links are below. I am going to be honest. I'm not getting a kickback. I should get a kickback. I should really ask because 
I should do this more often. Um, but after listening, I immediately was like, okay, well, I want my daughter checked because I'm pretty sure this. So this goes beyond just females with energy fatigue. Um, she talks about how like people in the Midwest, like the amount of mold, like in Lyme disease. So I'm really excited to kind of test my daughter with this and then probably me because I've been getting really bad stomach aches for a couple of years um, and she's going to pull in the gut. Like, Lauren, why the stomach aches have to do and anxiety and ADHD have to do with the thyroid? Shh, just wait and listen to this episode. So let's pray. You're going to find some links below if you want more information. And let's do this. If you're driving, keep your eyes open. But if you are doing anything where you can close your eyes, connect with that heart, relax your jaw, you are investing time right now into you. This is not about me. This is about you. The podcast is all about you spending time not solving problems not just about consuming content, not about downloads or any of that. It is about you doing something for you that I hope brings you joy. I hope that you know how amazing what you do is. And it's so often we're busy people, whether you are a student or a practicing chiropractor or my mom, we are all very, very, very busy and stressed and Anxiety just fills so many of us. It is such a thing right now and we're tired. So God, please let us just listen to this conversation and let us learn, but also let us just be filled with joy in, you know, the lightheartedness of problems that are not ours to solve. And we're just there to be and listen and, you know, get through this day in the most joyous form that we can. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, crew, here is my conversation with Missy Beavers. I hope you enjoy. All right, Missy. Well, uh, welcome to the She Slays a Day podcast. It's nice to meet you. So nice to meet you. We are new friends, and I'm so happy to meet you all. We're new friends, and I already have started meeting you like on the shit show that I am. Couldn't even pretend a green screen was working, and she was like, oh, wow, are you in front of like a beautiful loft? I'm like, no, that's a green screen. And then two minutes later, I had to switch it, and now there's just a gray wall, so I'm glad I didn't commit to that lie. But here Which is are. totally fine, because I'm recording in my son's bedroom. As I told her, there's like missing shoes and unmatched things all over the place. You know, I don't feel bad about the like where you're recording type of thing, because like I've heard some major podcasters are like, oh, yeah, I record in a closet. I do that. Mm -hmm. Like some yeah. of my best audio has been when I was recording in my car because there was construction in my house. And I was like, I tell you, so. no, for reals. I was watching Jimmy Fallon the other night and Alicia Keys was on and she showed her original recording studio in her bedroom. And it was like, it was just like a mess of stuff, you know, old dials and like eight track tapes and like just hysterical. And when you look at how far she's come, it's like, no, you can do anything. Mm -hmm. You can do it from your basement. Absolutely. Yep. You don't need to be fancy. Yeah. I love that message. Okay. So I, I, I kind of preface this with a lot of things like with my guests, I'll say like, so obviously a long time ago, when I was a chiropractic student, I knew a lot about the thyroid. 
I graduated 11 years ago, and now I know very, very little. Um, so don't be offended when I ask questions like a kindergartner of like, wait, no, what's that mean again? Because I just don't, thyroid is one of those topics. Um, where are you from? Where are, where do you live? I'm in California, Northern okay. California. Yeah. Is Lyme disease a thing out there for you guys? Not as big, but you know, I'm from Utah originally and it definitely is an issue there, but yes, okay. Lyme for you, is it big in Wisconsin? Oh, it's huge in Wisconsin. But yeah. the reason I bring it up is like thyroid Lyme disease. Um, those are kind of like the two ones where I'm like, I know our medical community butchers it. Yeah. And I just haven't had the time to like do the deep dive into like knowing it and understanding better so I can guide my patients because I know it's so complicated. So yeah. I would love before we jump in and I start asking you a bunch of questions, like what is your story? How did you get to this point and become so knowledgeable about the thyroid? Yes. And I'm going to try to not spaz so much information, oh, but, but I would... swearing is allowed just so you know. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to do spazzing or swearing probably, but I do yeah. want to get back to Lyme disease and thyroid issues. We can get back to that later. Cause I have, I have some things to connect that will be fun. I have ADHD. So don't trust me. Oh, to me too. That, but I will do my me? best. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling her before, like, I'm a spaz and a nerd and ADHD. So we might end up, I don't know, in Canada or somewhere, but that's yeah. fine. We <laughs> will come back. And I love Canadians. So, okay. all right. So me, yeah, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease when I was eight years old. And this was because I unexplicably gained 50 pounds in a year. And this was like back eight. in the night, 50 pounds as an eight-year-old, right? Whoa. So this is back in the nineties when there wasn't a lot of thyroid awareness, right? Like this, it wasn't as common as it is now. So the doctors thought it was a brain tumor. They thought maybe it was genetic. Maybe it's diabetes. I was getting all of these MRIs and brain scans and CAT scans and a year into it, they finally checked my thyroid, which is oh just hilarious. So I remember that day clearly because I was sitting there with my mom and the doctor came in and he was so nasally and he was like, Julie, your daughter has Hashimoto's disease. And my mom, <gasps> she gasped. What is that? Well, no, yeah. she touched the scar on her neck. <gasps> so my sweet mother has a scar from collarbone to collarbone where they took out her thyroid. And she, that happened after I was born. And so she gasped because she knew what that meant for her child. Like she had been through that. Oh. And so it was that really augmented fear moment for me. I will never forget that. Now, after that, the doctor said, okay, it's not curable. There's nothing you can do. You'll never get better. And here's a prescription for Synthra. You'll take a pill every day for the rest of your life. Okay. Now that is the message being shared today. Like that I'm hasn't say, changed. Like well, I mm -mm. feel like that's uh, what my patients get it's, told. Yeah. It's still happening. That was 30 something years ago. And it's still, that's the message people get. You have Hashimoto's disease or your thyroid's not working. It will never get better. There's nothing you can do. This prescription is the only solution. Okay. So I, I took the prescription. It's the only solution. And one of my biggest problems was migraines that, that had been coupled with the weight gain. So migraines, headaches, um, digestive upset, the migraines went away. That's the only thing that went away, but the weight kept piling on. And by the time I was a senior in high school, I weighed 275 pounds and nothing I was doing was helping it. I was taking 275 micrograms of thyroid meds too. I remember that because the doctor was like, your dose matches your weight, right? This is unacceptable, but they weren't doing anything to help me. They were just shaming, blaming, and raising the dose. They just kept increasing the dose. Uh-huh. 
so here I am now I graduate high school and I'm like, uh, there's gotta be solutions. So I go to school to be, become a nutrition. Uh, well, dietitian was the original route. It's going to be this dietitian. And I got into the food pyramid. Mm. Remember that? Oh yeah. I learned about calories. As we said, I'm ADHD. So I really like to fixate on stuff. That's fun. So I became focused on eating as little as possible and moving as much as possible. Eat less, exercise more. Oh, it's still what we do. <laughs> right. So I, I tried it out. I was eating uh, carrots and drinking lemon water and running six miles a day. And I lost 80 pounds. Lost 80 pounds. Okay. Guess what happened to my thyroid? Nothing changed. So now my hair's falling out. I'm bruising. I'm anemic. I'm skipping periods. All these terrible things. I go to the doctor and all she has to say to me is you look incredible. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. And I'm like, but I don't feel good. All these things are happening. My thyroid labs are crazy. Just keep doing what you're doing. So it was that moment. I was in my early twenties. I was like, okay, we need to be honest with ourselves here, Missy. You know what you're doing isn't right. You know, this isn't working. Like we need to really get into this. So that's where I moved more into holistic nutrition and I ended up getting a master's degree in nutrition, but I was, I was trying to find answers through supplements and diet and doing all the things. Right. So by this point, I'm taking so many supplements that I bought a supplement store. No joke. <laughs> I did it. So I bought a health food store because now I'm taking like 20 things a day. And I'm like, this is going to be cheaper. <laughs> so buy a store, I'll get them at wholesale. <laughs> we'll get them at wholesale. And then I'll help other people too, which, which I did. And I love, so I, I was seeing clients one-on-one -on -one at the store and doing nutrition and my clients were getting better and I was not. And so I'm helping women with thyroid issues. They're getting off of meds. They're losing weight. Everything's great. It's amazing. It's wonderful. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm like doing the work. I bought this store. I've been doing this for 28 years now. Huh? <laughs> and it was at that point, I went to a conference, a gut health conference and the guy stood up. I don't even know who the guy was. He changed my life. I should know his name, but he stood up and he's like, you know, I'm really excited to present the new research out on uh, the microbiome and gut health. And he, he was explaining that they had just discovered that all, all 100%, that's my favorite number, all because I like all the things. So he says all autoimmune disease. So Hashimoto's and Graves, those are the most common thyroid autoimmune diseases. So all autoimmune diseases begin in the gut. And he's like, we've got the data. Now we've got the research. If there is autoimmunity, it started in the gut. So I hadn't heard that before. And I was like, Whoa, hang on. What? I haven't even looked at my gut. Right. I've been doing all this peripheral thyroid work and taking iodine and eliminating gluten and, you know, all the things we hear. So that's when I got into gut testing and holy cow, that is where I found all the problems. So once I discovered for me, it was underlying strep was the big one, um, strep and then fungus. But once I discovered those and corrected them, I was off thyroid meds in four months. Whoa. Uh -huh. So it was one of those things that I was like, this can't be that easy. <laughs> so started replicating it with my clients and it is not hard. And that's my message always, you know, correcting thyroid issues doesn't have to be hard. It feels that way because our doctors tell us you'll never get better. You'll never get off the meds. And then they're constantly raising and lowering the thyroid dose based on TSH, which is the worst indicator of thyroid yeah, function. Can we talk about TSH? So yeah. like, Again, I, I used to understand the lab work, but now like what, 
when you go in, if I was like, I'm not losing weight, will you test yep. my thyroid? Yep. You're going to test TSH and T3, T4. That my brain is like, I remember numbers. No, you're, just TSH. you're amazing. You're, you're ahead of most medical doctors. Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't want a doctor shame, by the way, I appreciate doctors. We need them. They have skills and testing yes. and valuable stuff to give, but doctors will run TSH only. So TSH, it is your brain talking to your third, but I need to say my most mind boggling fact. And I want you to get your face ready because you and the listeners, I share this and it blows my mind. Every single cell in the body has a thyroid receptor on it. What? Every single cell. So as practitioners, you and I are aware that cells can use carbs or maybe protein or fat, but not every single cell needs all those things, right? right. Every single cell in your body, even down here in your fingertips needs thyroid hormone. What? Right. You and me both. Okay. What? <laughs> so I don't even know that I understand what the thyroid does anymore. Thank now we're you. just confused. By the time we're done, Lauren, you will be telling me. Okay. So every single cell and even down in the fingertips, that's why a lot of women struggle. And by the way, I keep saying women, cause I work exclusively with women. Men have these problems too, but At a lot equal of amounts, uh, more, more women than men. Okay. And that's because it's, it's impacted by estrogen. So oh, okay. women are more prone to it. So anyway, we'll often get cold hands and I'm sorry, <clears throat> cold fingertips, hands and feet. Right. So even down here in our fingertips, we need thyroid hormone, right? So let's say we're having cold hands and feet, our hair is falling out. We're gaining weight. We're having anxiety. We're struggling with issues of digestion, right? All these things. We go to the doctor and you'll say, well, first of all, you're going to tell them this. And they're going to say, well, you just need to lose weight. I can't lose weight. I can't lose weight. I've tried it. Oh, okay. You tried it. Well, then you're depressed. No, I just don't think it's that. I think it's my thyroid. All right. We'll check it. By the way, this is what I hear from all my clients and what I struggled with too. You have to fight to get a thyroid test. Yeah. So now they check your TSH. All right. So back to the body in your brain, you have the pituitary gland and it's watching over all the hormones. It's the boss. So it's like, huh, Missy's gaining weight. Her hands are cold. She's screaming at her kid for no reason. She's having problems with foggy head, all these things, right? So my brain's like, hmm, there's not enough thyroid hormone here. We need more. So it picks up the phone and it calls my thyroid gland. And it's like, hey man, she's struggling. She needs some thyroid hormones. Mm -hmm. And then that message is thyroid stimulating hormone. Brain tells the thyroid, it stimulates the thyroid to we make hormone. More. We need more. She's messed up. So, so the brain tells measure it, all we're measuring. We no, we're just measuring the brain talking to the thyroid. Okay. Okay. All right. So my brain talks to my thyroid. Great. What does my thyroid do next? Ups okay. I don't know. Let's see. So the brain tells the thyroid to make some hormone, right? A healthy thyroid will respond to like this. Oh, she needs hormone. So it'll make T4. And for those of you listening, I have four fingers held up and I'm going to put my fist in front of it. And T4, it's a fancy word for four iodine molecules and a protein. Okay. Got it. Looks like a turkey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, got this little turkey thing. All right. So we're going to make a bunch of T4. Things are going pretty well, right? Brain says we need more hormone. Thyroid makes hormone. All right. You ready for this next one? It's so crazy. The cells can't use T4. Why can't they but use T4? It's not the bioavailable form. Well, what a stupid thyroid then. I, what are we doing here? 
So yeah, what a stupid thing. No, no, we, God created us perfectly. So here is why we make a bunch of T4. The body loves storage, right? So I, I liken this to having a bunch of cans of food storage where you're like, okay, I'm gathering for the pandemic Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to eat them all right away. I'm going to use them when I need them. Okay. So in the same for the body, you have all this T4, the T4 goes into the gut and liver and it comes out T3. Oh. And that is the receptor every cell has. Okay. T3 receptor. So it has to go through the gut. And the liver. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you want to guess where most people are broken? Um, their brain, their gut, <laughs> everywhere, their, gut. their liver, they drink yeah. too much. I don't know. All, all the places, <laughs> all right? The places. But for most people, it's that conversion from T4 to T3. So what that means is you went out and you bought a hundred cans of beans for the pandemic and you have no can opener. Yep. Uh, so you've got all this T4 that can't be used. Now, how does that relate to the labs? If all we check is your TSH, your brain might be telling your thyroid to work just fine. Your thyroid might be making T4 just fine, but is it even getting into the form your cells can use the T3? How do we know if we don't test? Right. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. So if we measure TSH and that's just measuring like how much is the brain trying to communicate with the thyroid Bingo. and let's say TSH levels come back air quotes high. Yeah. Thank you for this. What we do is we go, Oh, you have an overactive thyroid and tell it to stop it. Oh, thank you. That is a big confusion as well. It is counterintuitive. Okay. So the higher the number, and thank you for asking that question, the higher the TSH. I actually totally know the answer is. No, I know. But the higher the TSH, the lower the function. Okay. So how that is, if we're moms here or dads or anyone that has small children, when you try and tell them to put their shoes on, it starts like this. Okay. We're going to grandma's house, put on your shoes. Hey, we're going to grandma's house, put on your shoes. We are going, put on your, put on your shoes. Okay. So we get louder and louder as the action doesn't occur. Right. That's what the TSH is doing. So it gets higher and higher and higher as it's telling your thyroid to work and it's not working. So the TSH range is from 0.5 to five. That's way too big. I like to see people around one to 1.5. And this is where a lot of people can have raging thyroid issues that are quote unquote normal because you could come back with a TSH of 4.99. I see this happen all the time. And the doctor's like, oh, it's in the range. Everything's fine. But Mm -hmm. at that point, you're already five times where you should be, right? Your brain is screaming. It's probably even throwing shoes at the kids at this point. Right. There's curse words. Curse words are happening. Right. Like just put your shoes on. Right. So that, by the way, that never happens in my house. Never. Doesn't make no, we just put shoes on. We're just glorious children. Um, so anyway, that is why a lot of people will say, well, my doctor checked my thyroid and it was fine. But no, your doctor checked your TSH and used it on a scale that is completely unreliable. That's what happened for you. So did that answer the question? Yes. So then Synthroid in their minds, what is, is Synthroid supposed to increase thyroid activity? Bingo. Thank you. Oh, and yes, I wanted to go back to that. Some doctors have that confusion where if the number's getting higher, then they're like, oh no, your thyroid's overworking. Which if they're a doctor who's looking at labs for a thyroid, I mean, they should know their shit, but okay. I, you know, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. 
<laughs> but I, even this week, I got some labs sent from a, a client who had seen a specialist and her TSH was 10 and the specialist had circled it and said, over-functioning thyroid. And I, this woman had her thyroid gland removed. So I was like, yeah, okay. So we need to talk about this. But okay, we're going to keep talking the specifics because I want to talk about yes, the gut. But back, one of the questions that we should try and remember, but are probably not going to remember to answer is how you, so we as a society have God complex. You know what? We're just going to answer this now. We'll get back yeah, to that. Yeah. So I feel like as a society, without bashing med docs at all, right? Love them. Um, we kind our patients tend to put them on a pedestal. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. And so I, I did have, too. I've done yeah, it too. And like, so do you, how do you approach a patient who is still like, cause I'm sure some people are like, screw my doc. He's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Missy, help me. But do you have patients who are like, bring their lab and said like, okay, my doctor said this. So can you help me with this and follow the instructions that my doctor said? Like, how do you kind of like tell them, I'm really sorry. I know your doctor is very smart. Mm-hmm. But he gave you, or she, she might have also, uh, he or she gave you bad medical advice. Like, how do you bust that bubble? Myth busting. Okay, so I am not a fan of ever demeaning anyone else, right? right so we're course. not going to demean them. What I tell people most often, number one, the Dr. Phil approach. How's that working for you? <laughs> like, mm. if you're here, you know that what the advice you got isn't working. So let's start there. How is this working for you? How are you feeling? Oh, you're not feeling better? Huh? So, all right. So then education, like I just gave you on the labs, but this is what I share every single day. Your experience with your doctor, what they tell you, the things that they give you, that's based on their experience and their education, right? So a lot of doctor, a lot of people come to me and say, well, my doctor said I'll never get off meds. They said that it's going to be really hard to find the right dose. They said, this is just a side effect. They said, right. Mm -hmm. Uh And they, and they said this and this and this. And so one of the biggest pieces of my program is mindset work. And I often talk about that. Okay. That is their thought. So they shared their thought with you. They shared their opinion. Now, how do they have that thought and opinion? Because they've never got anyone off thyroid meds. They've never seen anyone walk away from their thyroid dose. They have never had that experience in their clinic. Okay. Why haven't they had that experience? Well, because they're testing the labs, the wrong labs. They're they're not looking for the root cause. So your doctor is telling you their truth. I love that. I love that so much. And I can apply that to so many conversations way beyond thyroid. So way beyond every conversation. And so, you know, within my program, we do the thought work. Because I want to share with you another really cool thing that I'm like so nerdy about, and you'll love this. It's energy um, with the nervous system. So in my own case, you know, I told you I was doing all the right things and the, the meter wasn't shifting. Like I wasn't getting better. And in testing my gut, I also was seeing my naturopath who I adore. She is phenomenal. And I was telling her, I'm so frustrated. I'm still on meds. My clients are getting off of it. I'm doing all the right things. I'm fixing my gut now. Like what is going on? And it was so good because she like put down her pen. This is one of those life-changing moments. She looks across the table at me and she says, Missy, how do you ever expect to get off thyroid meds when you don't even believe it's possible? Whoa. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, it's like in the movies where the camera zooms out and you see how small you're like an ant. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I was like, oh my goodness, my entire life, I've been living under the belief that I wouldn't get better because mm-hmm. it was handed to me when I was eight. That's when literally you were eight years old. Yep. It was handed to me. It's and like, so, damn, yeah. it was like imprinted you as a child. No, for real, I didn't have a choice. It was his thought that I took with me. And so I got deep into the, like I said, I'm a nerd, deep into the research on this. Cause I'm like, is that really impacting me? And the answer is yes. So here's why, are you ready? Oh, I yeah. love this. This is so good. So the gut and the brain are made from the same tissue. Oh yeah. Yep. I knew uh-huh. that one. You knew, knew that, that one. one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So when we're in utero, our brain and our gut are made from identical tissue, right? And it's really neuron rich as part of the nervous system. So nervous system and chiropractics, thank you for being here. So our brain is constantly talking to our gut through nervous Mm -hmm. electrical impulses. Okay. One of the most electrical impulses in our body are thoughts. They're just energy. Bing, bong, bing, bong, bing, bong, right. All day long. And we know now that for every five thoughts we have, four of them are negative. Yeah, that sucks. (laughs) It's just, it's just being human. It's who we are. And it was a survival mechanism. You know, back when we were cave people, they had to be quote unquote negative because we were looking for like, is that tire going to eat me? Is that boulder going to fall on me? Is my kid going to go off a cliff? Right. Nowadays we think that's negative, (laughs) but it was survival back in the cave days. Right. So anyway, those thoughts though, they send negative impulses down to the gut and then the gut sends impulses back to the brain. So if you're caught in negative mindset patterns of, I'm never going to get better, it is programming your gut how to function and the gut is programming the brain. Whoa, we get stuck in that loop. And then you start developing anxiety and then Uh your thyroid can't convert to T3. Yep, everything. just in a shit storm. Yep, everything gets really messy really quickly. So can we talk about chiropractics really quick with that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bring it in. So the communication from this, the brain to the, the whole body, but to the thyroid and the gut becomes really important. And one of the things that was true in my case was that C7 vertebrae. Mm-hmm. This is like the hub of that bitch was subluxated. Wasn't it? Oh my goodness. Beyond. So, and thank you for being all chiropractic <laughs> nerd talk. Um, for, for our non-chiropractors listening, can we just talk about that really quick where it's at? Yes. All right. So if you take your hand and you run it from the base of your skull down your spine, it's going to be that knobby little knob at the top. Am I saying it right? Yeah. The knobby little knob is exactly how you pronounce that. Thank you. And you know, I didn't even go to chiropractor school, (laughs) but I'm going to have to change my background now. (laughs) When you're a student in chiropractic school, that's pretty much the only thing you can feel the first time they're telling you. You're like, I found C7. The knobby knob. I found the knobby knob. (laughs) I can't feel shit elsewhere though. It comes, it comes with lots of time, but yes. For real, I'm not going to even pretend I know the rest, but the knobby knob C7, touch it right now, people, if you're listening, chances are it's pretty tender and sore. And that's true. Is that true for a lot of your clients? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So this C7 is the hub of a ton of, there's a bundle of nerves and blood vessels there that go to the thyroid gland. So if that knobby knob is inflamed and upset and angry and subluxated, like you said, whiplash is a huge reason falling on your head. By the way, I fell on my head when I was seven and then developed these issues. So concussions are a big part of it. Car accidents. Um, it will cut that nerve communication. So your brain is sending the message to the thyroid but it's getting hung up in that inflammation, right? Do you understand how the body works? Yeah. Isn't it just absolutely mind-blowing? Beyond. It's so boggling. So boggling. 
So in my case, you know, I told you I was taking all these meds. The dose was getting higher and higher. When I went to college, um, I'd been in a car accident my senior year of high school, just a rear ender. No biggie, right? Yeah. We're mm-hmm. fine. We're fine. Yeah. Not even going to submit to auto. Yeah, no, we're, yeah. I mean, of course I'm gaining weight and my thyroid dose is going up, but it is unrelated. Unrelated people has nothing to do with the car accident. So I went to my dentist just for a dental checkup and he did a full head scan and I love, he's still my dentist. I love him. I call him the God of dentistry because he came in and he was like, all right, so we're going to talk about your teeth, but first we need to talk about your neck. And he showed me my neck and you know, the dinner plate curve, the chiropractors love to see. Yeah. yeah. So the dinner plate curve, chiropractors want your neck. You guys that are listening, yeah. I'm trying was to make it a, a reverse. Curve. Yep. It's a reverse dinner plate curve, right? Um, so he showed me an x-ray of my neck and it was just straightforward. Yeah. So he's like, Hey, so do you have thyroid problems? And I was like, maybe why this is way before I was open to like alternative medicine. Cause I was so ingrained in the Western medical model. So I was like, yeah, maybe I do. Maybe I've had him for 10 years. So yeah. like, <laughs> then he's like, well, I was just curious because your neck is really, what's the word for that? When oh, it's straight. Uh, I don't oh, even know. Um, I'm on the spot now. You're I know, making me the look word. so bad in, my, <laughs> in front of my friends. I will interrupt you in about 30 seconds when I You'll remember. You'll tell me. It's forward head carriage is Thank like the you. lay person nope, term. Nope, that, that's what he probably said. Alordotic spine. So sure. there might be fancier words. He yeah. said forward head carriage. You're right. There we go. then he was explaining too, the more you move it forward, it cuts mm-hmm. off your windpipe. Now you're having trouble breathing and So anyway, he's like, so you should really see a chiropractor. And I'm like, I am here for my teeth, fix my teeth. (laughs) And then he's like, well, I can't touch your TMJ till you fix your neck. Like this is, we got to do this. So I go to the chiropractor, a good friend of his, um, and they're like this triad. Now the three of them, um, you know, getting all the whole body put together. It's the chiropractor, the dentist, and the naturopath, like a team. So anyway, um, I go and see him and he starts working on my neck and I'll never forget one of the days I went, he adjusted my C7 and I walked out of his office. And I just remember looking up at the sky and seeing the clouds and like feeling, I think it was energy. (laughs) Yeah. That lightheaded post-adjustment drunk. Right. And also like tingling in my body. And like, I could move without tar on my feet. This was like the first glimpse of what normal people feel like. And it was because the communication of my thyroid for the first time in a decade was opened up. The pathway had been opened up. And so I became addicted to chiropractics at that point. Like I was it's, like, More. there are way worse things you could be addicted to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a really good addiction for me. And to this day, of course, I still go regularly, but yeah, that was an important piece of my case was getting that C7, getting my dinner plate curve back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, my posture is terrible right now. <laughs> Don't judge that. <laughs> Let's talk about the gut. Yes. I need to know about the gut because I feel like I, I mean, everybody's got anxiety and gut issues right now. We all do. And let's talk about the Wisconsin gut. Can we? Oh yeah. It's a special gut. So what I focus on is uncovering the root cause of thyroid issues in the gut, right? That was my experience. It's the experience of most of my clients. So I do urine testing. I use the organic acids test. And then I also do stool testing when needed, but that test will show us what you got living in your gut. That's likely suppressing your thyroid. And the biggest one that I see is mold for Wisconsin. It's so moldy. I have several clients with a lot of mold, um, that whole Midwest. Cause it's really, you know, the, the weather is very conducive to mold, um, mold. 
and yeast are the big ones. So fungus is the category, right? Now, what does that do to the thyroid? Like, why would we even talk about mold? Who brought that up? (laughs) I did. (laughs) I brought that up. How dare you? And this wasn't only until a couple of years ago. It's not very often that I have to compete for funniest person on my own (laughs) podcast. Damn it. We're both winners. We're both amazing. Okay. Talk to me about mold. (laughs) Okay. So mold, it's been around since the dawn of time. Okay. Mold's goal is to survive. So it wants to compete and grow big and take over everything. You know that if you've ever left a carton of cottage cheese in your fridge, yep. Mm-hmm. Are you right? Anything yeah. that molds for me, it's cottage cheese. I, I like to think I like it. So I buy it. And then like, I just don't eat it. And then it gets moldy every time. Every yeah. Time. I do that with Greek yogurt. I'm just like, the only time I ever use it is when I'm out of sour cream. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, I have plain Greek yogurt. Otherwise I just don't eat the yogurt. And then it just and it's, moldy. it's moldy, but like, I, I pretend I have a side job buying bananas and cottage cheese just to like, let them go bad. Right. I don't Mm -hmm. even recommend cottage cheese. Honestly, it's inflammatory, but anyway, it gets moldy. Okay. So now it's moldy and the mold has competed and taken over the space. Mold did its job. Now imagine that in your gut. So we breathe mold in everywhere. Um, the biggest exposure are water damaged buildings. You are sitting in a basement. I don't want to ruin your life, but the research shows now that hundred percent of basements grow mold and it's just because the environment's appropriate. So basements, Water damaged drywall will always grow mold. Even new drywall now because of terrible manufacturing will have mold. Um, Mold is present in our environments. Okay, now, if we're breathing in a lot of it, it will colonize the sinuses. Yes. They'll mess up your occipital. Hmm? Mm -hmm. You'll have a lot of pain back there, right? Um, So it'll, it'll crowd the sinuses. And then the mucus in the sinuses, its job is to catch mold. Cool. So it catches all the mold, but then it drips down the back of your throat into your gut. And now we are having a party and the mold gets in there and it's doing exactly what I just explained. It's covering the gut. It's competing for residency. Now my entire body is covered in mold. Yeah. Your insights. Okay. But what does that mean for the thyroid? What does that mean for Lyme disease? Thanks for bringing that up. What does it mean? What does it mean? Well, in the gut world, and this is, this is going to be a big, bold statement. Okay. There's not a lot of people that believe in this approach. I am one that is, I'm passionate about it. In the gut world, we need to treat things, address things in order of biggest to smallest. So parasites are the biggest, baddest boys that can show up. They can bulk like 200 times their weight with other things. They can carry other things. Okay. Then we have fungus. Then we have bacteria. Then we have viruses. Okay. So Lyme disease loves to hide out inside of mold. Okay. They call this oh a cohen. Yep. They call it a co-infection. Um, nearly everyone that has Lyme has these co-fungal infections, but the mistake a lot of practitioners make is they go after the bacteria. You're never yeah. going to touch it. You're right. not going to. Yep. It's living inside that mold. And so this was true of my case too. I was trying to get the Epstein bar virus because it was on my testing. Um, I had so much parasites, fungus, and bacteria that like, I'm never going to touch that. And the truth is I never had to touch it. I had to get rid of the big things that were hiding it. Right. And then that would take care of that. Uh Uh-huh. So I compare it to like, you know, those beautiful cookie cutter, like Stepford wives villages. Yes. Right. Like the houses are gorgeous. Everyone has this amazing thing. 
mold does that mold builds this little colony of all these little nice looking things. And then it puts a layer over itself called a biofilm. So your immune system can't see it. So the immune system just comes trucking through and it's like, Oh, that's a beautiful home. Oh, love those shutters. Is that a new roof? That looks great. So inside that home, we're housing all the criminals. We've got the Lyme and the strep and the Epstein bar, and we've got all the, you name it. It's a perfect And when you're title. testing the gut, you get all this information from a urine sample? Uh-huh. Because those little pathogens, those bugs, they'll produce acids that show up in the urine. So then we can be like, ha ha, I see you. I see you there because you produced an acid. Okay. So even the immune system may not even see it. But so, your body does. So I'm assuming, okay, I'm trying to figure out like how to not ask four questions at once. <laughs> so where does diet come into yeah. place? Oh, okay. I have a master's degree in nutrition. You will not hear me talk about food. Interesting. And it's hysterical because I spent the first half of my career teaching food. And what I discovered is it's impossible, impossible to tell people how and what to eat if their gut's a mess. So here's the Mm -hmm. take home nutrition. The only value of nutrition is what you absorb, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you could eat the healthiest thing on the planet. And if your gut's inflamed, there's zero value, or you could be eating a garbage diet and it really doesn't matter because you're inflamed. Yes, it will add to your inflammatory process, but in terms of food, The only main recommendations I give gluten is not a great choice. If you have a thyroid issue and that's not a fad recommendation, that's because gluten looks very much like the thyroid hormone. And so a mixed up immune system will attack gluten and then attack your thyroid gland. Oh, so that is why I make that recommendation specifically if they have Hashimoto's or Graves, like gluten has to go. That's the main one I stand by. Um, dairy sometimes, and obviously processed foods and sugar that we don't have to convince anyone of that, but you'll never hear me telling people like do spinach smoothies and celery juice and go out to the Himalayans and mine your, you know, like that. I, I know I've been there and I'm not going back. Like right. I was so fixated on nutrition and now I'm like, it didn't do anything for me because my issue wasn't the food. So then when you find, if you have a client, so let's say they come back and they've got mold. Mm-hmm. Is it, if it's not through nutrition, is it through supplements? Is it through tinctures? Yes. How? Yeah, okay. Thank you. So yes, it's through specific targeted protocols. So we have to see what's going on and then we can address the mold through supplements binders. We're going to bind that stuff up. Yes, there is nutrition involved with that, but it's nothing like you would experience going to a dietitian or nutritionist in the point where they're like, here's your breakfast. Here's your lunch. I don't Mm -hmm. do that. So I work on very broad food lists that are like, just avoid these things for right now. And when we can get all those hideous people evicted from your gut, those little bugs, you'll be able to add foods back in. And you don't even have to look at my poop to do this most of the time. That's insane. we can do poop. So we start with your, what if I want you to look at my poop always. And you know, it's so okay. funny. I'm always like, I want to see your poop. And then I'm like, wait, I don't mean like, literally, I'm not going to like come and watch you poop, but I want to see it. <laughs> Ew. Do people, when they're taking the supplements, do they feel like crap? No. Oh no. I thought you were going to no. say better. I'm like, yes, no. They feel like- no, no, no. No. And you know, that's also where I disagree with that approach that you have to get worse before you get better. 
if they feel like crap, it means that we're killing off mold faster than the liver can clean it out. So Wait, what did on, we say that again? Okay. You're feeling like crap. You're, you're killing off the little villain faster than your liver can bind it in bile and poop it out. So what did we prove? What did we prove? All we did is we pulled the toxins out and then we backed up your detox pathways. Mm-hmm. We didn't help anyone here. So I always tell my because clients, you need your gut and your liver to turn T4 to T3. Thank you. Boom. Thank you. Two points Bingo. Now. <laughs> well, and no, you get 10 points for that. And that's true. Sometimes people will do detoxes and their thyroid will get worse. And it's like, why? And it's like, cause you backed up your, your gut and your liver. You pulled all those toxins out and you didn't, where are they going to go? I just feel so bad for people who don't have a thyroid. What? Like how? Okay. So I'm assuming you get clients that don't have a thyroid. Oh yeah. My mom's one of them. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. You said that in the beginning. So yeah. is there hope for them to have a happy life? Yeah. Yes. With chiropractics. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and supplements. Um, and supplements. No, it's, um, there are so many great meds out there now and they, they call them bioidentical or natural desiccated thyroid. They're very close to our own thyroid hormone. So finding a doctor who's willing to prescribe those can be the hardest part. Harder but, than finding one to prescribe ivermectin. Uh, sure. <laughs> Actually, they'll probably be the same doctor. Okay, let's <laughs> same be honest. Yes. Forward <laughs> thinking doctor will have both prescriptions. Um, but once you can find a doctor who's willing to give you a bioidentical, that seems to be where most people do great. But I'm really careful with the mindset on that too, because um, like, for example, I have a client who um, works with a doctor that has made it very clear after losing your thyroid, it will be years. You'll never feel better. It's you're going to be constantly raising and lowering your dose your whole life. It's going to be really, it's going to be a struggle. Many of my clients hear this after thyroid surgery, there's truth in the fact that it, you have to find the right dose. But like I said, that doctor is sharing their experience. What they're telling us is that they've never successfully found the right dose for somebody after having thyroid removal surgery. That's what they're telling us. Right. Mm-hmm. So we can say, thank you for your truth. And I'm going to work on building my own and truth be told. Yeah. I have more clients who feel great once they find their dose than those who don't. So it's just a matter of finding it, making sure the gut and liver can convert it. It's all the same things, whether you have a thyroid or not, it's the same approach. Okay. Final kind of like topic, anxiety. Oh, <gasps> Because it's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. And I feel like I have, it is so common now. I'll have children go in. I mean, their parents will take them in, um, into their doctor for something absolutely unrelated. Maybe like they're not pooping or something just mm-hmm. crazy off. And they come back and they're like, they were given an anxiety medication. Uh-huh. And this is, and like, I see this with patients all the time. Are docs just like, is it standard? I'm assuming it is not standard to test the thyroid before putting a person on anxiety medications, but it no. should be. Well, it's not, it's not standard to test anything anymore. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Anxiety is such a buzzword. It is, I take it personally that so many children are being put on meds. And I also think that our definition of anxiety has changed, right? Mm-hmm. Like things that used to be perhaps quote unquote normal, um, are not seen that way anymore and things are prescribed, but that's a different soapbox. The one I want to get on the soapbox I want to get on is back to mold. 
Because like you said, kids not pooping. Oh, that's a red flag. That tells us right away. There's some crazy business going on in their gut. And the gut is where dopamine and serotonin are made. These are the neurotransmitters that your brain needs to stay calm and cool and collected and not freak out. Okay. So mold, yeast, fungus, those will suppress production of dopamine. Most, mostly dopamine. They do um, vicariously impact serotonin, but I want to talk about dopamine. So when you have low dopamine, do you know what another diagnosis is for that? You and me, Lauren, low dopamine. Depression? Uh-uh, ADHD. Uh-huh. Huh. So I've carried- I, I might've known that at one point, but I think yeah. I have ADHD. Me too, me too. And I've carried an ADHD. This is, I need to share this really quickly. Apparently I was diagnosed with ADHD as a child, again, in, in college or high school and then in college, okay? And only- it was last year I was researching mold and dopamine and I was like, no wonder why I'm so chaotic. And I'm here. Like, you can't tell talking to me. I'm like, bada bing, bada boom, bada boom. <laughs> so, but it served me well. I know how to deal with it. Right. But anyway, I called my mom and I was like, mom, I think I have ADHD. Like this is going on. And then she was like, wait, you didn't know. It's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you've been diagnosed multiple times. And I was like, what, when, <laughs> Like when you were a kid in high school, like college. finding Dory. Well, no, this is hysterical. Cause I was like, Oh, I must have not been paying attention. <laughs> Shameful. But anyway, the point of me telling you that is that, yes, I had a ton of mold. My dopamine levels were really low. By the way, the urine testing checks dopamine and serotonin. So my dopamine levels were flatlined, like ain't nothing available for my brain to calm down, focus, not have anxiety right? Mm -hmm. So I see that with most thyroid clients. They've got things in their gut that are inhibiting their neurotransmitters. If we throw a medication at it, we're never fixing the problem. And most people don't feel better on meds anyway, because it's a band-aid. Okay. Well, I'm obsessed. How do I, how does somebody work with you? Yeah. Let's look at, I want to see your poop and pee, Lauren. (laughs) I should say my husband is a, a plumber. So it's like, we're constantly talking about this in our house. <laughs> You're just a poop family. Yeah, for reals. I mean, I'll test it. He'll make it a flash. It's great. Okay, so you can find me. I have a group on Facebook. It's called Thyroid Solutions for Busy Women. Would love to have anyone in that group. That's just a free group to come in and ask your questions and be part of the community. Um, so you can search that on Facebook. And we'll then, have the show notes in the show okay, notes below. I always we'll point. I always I know. point when I'm talking to my guests, like in the show notes below. We're pointing. Below both hand, we're both we're both pointing. Okay. So below, below the show notes. Um, so you can head there on Facebook or you can go to missybeaverscoaching.com. And I highly recommend you start there. There's a thyroid quiz you can take that will talk about more symptoms, where they could be coming from. Uh, my fast track class is a great place for everyone to start. That's a 15 minute video that just gives you like an overview of the thyroid and gut. And then there is a link on that page to book a call. So if you're ready to uncover the root cause of your thyroid issues, get some testing, stop guessing at what diet to try, how many more bags of spinach you should buy. If you should raise or lower your thyroid dose, if you're done guessing, book the call because you can chat with me and my team. We'll talk about testing that's appropriate for you programs. And then I have a four month program to walk you through this process that includes coaching and, um, the personalized protocol, all that stuff we've been talking about. Awesome. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I love when nerds are funny. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. And I especially love when non-chiropractic nerds love chiropractic. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was a pleasant surprise. From one nerd to another. <laughs> Hello. You know, funny side story for an ADHD brain. My husband drives a motorcycle, drives a motorcycle. Yes. Do you drive it or ride it? I don't know. He rides a motorcycle. He drives it. Well, anyway, hmm. when we got married, he was riding and driving his motorcycle and I was with him and every motorcycle we passed, he was waving to them. And I was like, he has so many friends. <laughs> like he knows all these people. So for years I was like, he just knows everyone with a motorcycle. He's so cool. So now fast forward three years, he gets leukemia and we go to Stanford. He's getting his chemo. He's doing the thing. Right. So we're walking down the halls of, of Stanford. He's got his IV pole. He sees another someone with an IV pole who's bald and has cancer as well. And he does the same wave and they wave back at him. And I'm like, do you know him? And he's like, well, I don't know him. And he's like, but I know him. And I'm like, wait, what was that? And so I'm like, was that a motorcycle wave? Was are you telling are you, me that wait, you don't know, you all, didn't these know all those people? You didn't know all those people. So that was so funny. We laughed about that, but that's the joke now is like, Lauren, I'm giving you the motorcycle wave. Like I don't, you don't know the people, but you know, mm -hmm. the people like I can, and it's like a three finger something. This, this is a special. Is yeah. No, like I see you. I know what you're doing. I'm with you. We're on the same road. Well, Missy, I don't know you very well, but I know you and I know I like, you. I like you. For motorcycle so, waving. Oh, thank you so much. Um, all right, She Slayers. So check out the notes, uh, show notes below. Have that quiz handy, bare minimum, have it to like give to patients when you're like, yeah. if you're not in the mood or you don't have time to ha open up the can of worms that can be the thyroid, at least uh, one of the things that I've really come to realize this year of where I'm at in practice is like, I don't need to have all the answers all the time, yeah. but I can, one of the best things that I can do as a natural healthcare provider, air quotes, alternative, yeah. um, is be the conduit to like send people to the right people yeah. too. Right. And so like, just have the information close so you can share it and, um, yeah, get on the free Facebook group for sure too. That so. is beautiful. Thank you for saying that too. I so agree. We don't have to know all the things. And that's why we have a community of people that are smart in other ways so that we can work together. Yeah. Like absolutely. the gut. Like, like the gut. All but those little bugs know. work together. The more I'm learning about the gut, she kind of seems like the boss and she kind of just controls everyone. She's so. a big old boss, but that's why you want to have a really good balance of good bugs that are making the right nice things. Yeah. Yeah. We good all work together. I, Everyone's have, important. Yeah. Good thing I have a terrible gut. I'll be calling you Friday. Uh, so. <laughs> So great. Thank you for this. I so enjoyed it. Thank you. All right, She Slayers. Until next week. Bye. Hey, She Slayers. Are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients, Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. 
SCAD was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCAD because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait. 